You're listening to the Living in Your Passion Place podcast, hosted by me, Luca Petrucci. Welcome to a real conversation with all walks of life, ranging from leaders and change makers to my closest friends and mentors, about discovering and taking ownership of your core values, what you really want, and what you love to do, and creating an authentic and unique life around these, a life in your passion place, and then sharing it with your community and the world. Our goal is by the end of each episode, you learn insights, principles, and steps that give you clarity, confidence, and the motivation to connect or reconnect with your passions today and ignite a life full of happiness, fun, purpose, and love because you deserve it. Thank you so much for tuning in. Here we go. In episode 26, meet one of my friends, Mary Lynn Jenkins. She's a yoga leader who's been teaching for over 15 years and has been featured on the cover of Yoga Journal. She's a wife to TF of 23 years and a mom of two. She's also the author of The Transformative Power of Language, an Amazon best-selling book. In our conversation, we talk about how standing in your values every day is the only way. We also dive into how her passion places and relationships are her home and how they can be yours too, and how creating partnerships make everyone and everything stronger. I really, really enjoyed this powerful, uplifting, and transformative conversation, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Mary Lynn, I'm so happy you're here. I'm so, I'm so excited to be here. Honored and really just thrilled. I love being yeah. with you, Luca. Yeah, me too. It's been so awesome getting to know you over the past few months, and I'm I'm thankful for the opportunities COVID has brought and mm. the online world because you're all the way in Florida and I'm in California. And if it wasn't for COVID and the opportunities that have come from it and virtual, we wouldn't be friends or talking right no. now. No, I know it's, well, I've sort of shared this with you before that I've taught yoga for almost 15 years and so when I started teaching, you know, any of these platforms that have, you know, been, they, and, and by the way, they've been around for a long time, just Zoom and all kinds of audio visual equipment and things like that. They've been around for a long time, but had it not been for COVID, I wouldn't probably, I just probably never would have moved forward in the capacity to teach and reach a broader audience um, through all these, you know, through technology. So it's been an incredible growth curve for me as a teacher to learn how to put on a headset, put on a <laughs> microphone, you know, test the sound and do a recording and film myself and all those things, you know, learning how to link things and it really is, I feel like COVID, what it did for the world 
is it connected us for sure. It made us realize pretty quickly how closely connected we all are. And there is no reason in the world we don't have any excuse um, to not be more connected. If we want to take a course, if we want to, you know, see our children, grandchildren, parents, you know, on the other side of the country, there's just, you know, a, there's a wealth of easy access to getting connected. And um, mm. it's, I've had to, I've really, I feel like I had to give myself a crash course, you know, in <laughs> technology because I, I had, you know, been teaching for so long and just didn't need any of this. I didn't think that I needed it. And mm. um, so it's really expanded me. It stretched me and now I feel expanded and really like a willingness, a real willingness to continue to learn. And, oh, and how um, beautiful. Yeah. And teach um, through all this cool stuff that we've learned that we've learned because of COVID. Mary Lynn, yeah, it's been so beautiful how connection can happen so deeply mm. virtually. The beginning of COVID, I didn't feel that at all. I was like, oh my gosh, I can't hug people. I can't be with people. How many days and months and <laughs> I don't know, it's the moments it felt like years. Is this going to last? And then when I really stopped believing that and said, you know what, Luca? No, you can be committed to connecting online. I feel mm -hmm. like I've been connecting more this last five wow. months than I have in like years with people. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I think that, well, it's just we're, we're hardwired for comfort to build our, build our lives so things are easy. And, you know, so many people, the ease is in going across the street to see someone if they want to see someone or going to the coffee shop to have coffee. That's easy for a lot of people. Um, or picking up the phone, that's what was easy. And so I think that this transition we just are resistant to change as a culture anyway. You know, we're just so resistant to change until we can start waking up to actually it's through the change. Look what the end result can be connecting the, the globe in a whole new way. It's not just for one population. I think that's really that was sort of a story I'd been telling myself. I have two teenagers and they are so savvy. I mean, already 15 and 13, super savvy. Like, I'm sure they're going to be doing stuff. They already are. They're doing things that I never dreamt of doing. And I'm like, how, how did you figure that out? And they're just figuring it out because it's the way that they connect, the way that they connect to their friends and the way that they connect through graphics and art and, you know, all those things. And so it's easy to them. That's really easy to them. And they've been able to teach me things. And now I find myself teaching my mom and dad, you know, the next generation up. Like, listen, the, gone are the days of just walking across the street and going to the coffee shop. If we want to connect, we're going to have to, we're going to have to grow. We're going to have to expand ourselves. So, but um, yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's really been something, hasn't it? It has. And it's, it's a learning the power. curve the learning curve and it's the power of intragenerational learning yeah. that has never been so relevant to me where 
I'm teaching my mom. My mom's teaching me. I know our teacher, Suzanne, talks about that a lot. It's so know, true. With your leadership being all online. So Mary Lynn, at the beginning of each conversation, before uh, we share our passion places, we have a clearing. Is there anything that you want to clear that's going on in your life, that's going on in your mind, so you'll be fully present for, for this conversation? I will clear anxiousness. I have some things going on, you know, a bunch of eras that are kind of flying around. Good ones. And, and that's not what's happening right now. So I just clear anxiousness around, you know, uh, getting answers to some questions that are out there. So I just clear that right now. Mm. And mm. I clear any background noise around me. <laughs> <laughs> I can't control it. And it's actually, it's, it's sweet background. You know, it's just by nature of where I, where I am in my office right now. Be, because you're in your office at Big Fish Yoga mm-hmm. and there's yoga classes happening. Yeah, there is. There's a, there's a class that's finishing up. And, um, and so there will be probably a little noise that comes through the, through the lobby outside of my office. And I just clear that because that, you know what that means actually to lift us both up. It means that people are gathering together and that is miraculous. That's a miracle right now. It really is. Wow. Mary Lynn, thank you for opening that space. I want to piggyback off of you and say, yeah, I want to clear anxiety and yeah, I'm just, just going to feel the emotions through this conversation. It's just life is happening very big right now with just passings of loved ones and just hard conversations. And I'm so grateful for everything that I learned. And I think that's yeah, I, I just, I just want to clear that, that I'm going to be fully present for this conversation that that's happening. And for the next, you know, 45 minutes, I'm going to be with you. And also too, yeah, a little background noise on my end. Um, in my apartment complex, there are families and kids living their best life, which yeah. is so beautiful to hear. So yeah, that's the beauty of at home and at studio podcast recordings in 2020. It's so cool. Yeah. So Mary Lynn, you have inspired me so much these last few months that we've got to know each other. And I want you to just share who you are with people. So this season of the podcast, we talk a lot about core values. And I want you to share what are your core values that you live your life by? Mm. My core values that I live my life by. They have really pretty much stayed the same for since I did the work around core values several years ago. Um, but family is a core value. And it's deepened for sure in recent years. Um, but I also think that there's something, there's something powerful about claiming what your core values are to stand in. And they do, once you've claimed them, they do begin to deepen. You know, they become so rich. Um, 
as you continue to commit to them as your core values. So family and partnership has been a core value of mine probably for 10 years. Mm. Service is a core value and leadership. And Mm. I actually, you know, I did some refresher work. I teach um, core values in our 200-hour teacher training that are participants of our 200-hour teacher training. And so we do a series of um, just questions and creating core value work. And um, a few years ago, one thing that I was really present to that was missing in my life was fun. And I mean, it's almost like embarrassing to say, but it's, I, I was such a commitment for probably, you know, from the outside looking in, really good things like a committed wife, a committed mom, committed to my community and committed to my craft of teaching and serving my community through yoga and leadership work. And, um, and then I was like, and I do believe that life is meant to be fun too, you know? And, um, so fun is in there now. And it, and I'm sharing that because I feel like when something um, is pulling you and you don't have that as a core value until you claim it, um, it's, it's, it's actually not going to be something that you actually can live into. You know, it's, it becomes you. Once you claim it, it really becomes you. So fun has, it has been so fun, you know, to claim <laughs> fun as one of my core values and to bring it into the studio and to lighten up a little bit around noise, around, um, you know, concerns or challenges. It's like, oh my gosh, this is just life happening and we can have fun along the way through it. And I can have fun through leadership. You know, it doesn't always have to be serious and I can definitely have fun in my family and it doesn't always have to be structured, you know? So, um, that's been kind of the newest addition in my core value. Yeah. You know, so many things that I love that you just said, and it, it reminds me of words and thoughts have power. You know, Mm -hmm. that's something that I know you and I know. And and if you're listening, um, if you know, that's true. Awesome. If not, I know Mary Lynn is going to be sharing more in this conversation about that. So I've never thought about that for core values and it's totally why they're so important. It's like, you know what you identify them, you claim them, you start talking about them, you start thinking about them, you start sharing about them and that just becomes your reality. Yes. Well, it's, it's an anchor. You know, it really is like creating, I think, the work of looking and listening for what, what is my life for? That's a great question, I think, to point us to what matters most. What is my life for? Um, well, my life right now, it is for family. It is for, for leading. It is for service. It is for fun, you know? And so it is for partnership. And those are the things that actually, they, they matter the most to me. Um, and they can change. You know, things can change and shift and expand and um, take different shapes and things like that. But I feel like if we, if we claim core values, 
it becomes an anchor for us to kind of, it's like I report back to that. Okay, Mary Lynn, you're getting a little too caught up in um, your day job. And actually, my day job is not one of my core values. Family is, you know? And so it's like a, um, it's like a, an anchor that when you, when your ship sort of starts bouncing around a little bit, it's like, oh, remember, remember what you stand for and pull that forward. And then also, Luca, I think it's as much as it's an anchor for us, our core values are also, they're a North Star, you know? So it's, it's, it's aligning up and aligning, uh, rooting your feet down into them. And, um, when there's that, that alignment in your life for what, what you stand for and what matters most, um, there's sort of, you know, it's like circumstances and things that start showing up. They're, you know, they can toss us for sure. They can throw us. But that anchor is actually what is going to keep tugging at us to pull us back. Or it can, you know, it certainly can. You know, and these are all things that I knew. And I just love every conversation this season is about the basis of core values and your passion places and how it can go in just so many directions with all the insight from different people because they're experiencing life different, Mm. you know? So I, okay, well, this is making me really think about something. So my core values, I identified them at the beginning of this season and I got very, very clear on them. One being vulnerability, personal development, fun, entrepreneurship, uh, authenticity. So I'm really clear with those. And why don't I tell, why don't I repeat them every single day? Like if this is my North star, which I know if this is my anchor, like what I'm anchored to in my North star, I want to be very clear with it. So Mary Lynn, thank you for expressing that mm. because it's really like, I, I need to write these on my mirror in my bathroom. And I've said yes. that before. And after this, this call, I'm totally going to do that. And that, because I want all those, that's a beautiful life. If I could live into each of those, I would be my brightest. I would show up for myself and others as my best. Mm -hmm. And I would really live into my purpose. So for listeners right now, whether you've listened to every episode of this season or whether this is your first, Mary Lynn said it so beautifully. It's what are you living for, right? Is that what you said? Yeah, or what, yeah, what matters most? Yeah, what do you stand for? What do you stand, do you stand for? for? That's it. Yes, mm-hmm. what do you stand for? And yeah. maybe right now just jot if if you haven't jot a couple of things down because that's where that's where things start. Yeah. And, and start and like live in and finish and that's everything. Yeah. And it's also um you know, I have been doing a lot of inquiry around the the emphasis that we put on different words. And um, I wrote a book last year, The Transformative Power of Language. And it is so true how when we, um, you know, what we speak, we become. What we say, 
uh, is actually what we begin drawing to ourselves. And so in this conversation, Luca, around core values, it's worth the work. It's worth the time to sit down and really get clear in what you stand for, because if you speak it, that is going to actually become what your life is about. I have done, I'm not kidding you. I, I, the first, um, the first thing that really came up for me in core values work was partnership, which is interesting because I feel like I'm, I'm a family person. I'm definitely, I have such a heart for service and those are core values, but partnership was one that, um, it just was like so vivid to me, partnership as a core value. And what started really somewhat manifesting was I would walk into a room and I would, I would kind of, you know, hold myself in a way of like, I'm the girl in the room that represents partnership. And so what does partnership do? Partnership goes out and introduces herself. Like, what do you bring to the table? Because this is what I'm good at, but I know you've got skills. How are we going to partner together to create something in this town? Or, oh yeah, I've got this studio space. You've got, you know how to sling records. Let's have a DJ yoga party. You know, it's like, it's, I feel like the power in um, really establishing that strong and deep of a relationship with, your, with the word, you know, your core values, those words, it actually sort of brings you into the experience of being that everywhere you go. And um, I'll tell you what, like partnership for me, I have, I have been in the experience with someone else who ultimately became my partner. I've created so many things. And I don't mean I've created, I mean the the collaboration of myself claiming partnership as one of my core values and someone on the other side of me. We have cultivated together and created together so many incredible things that otherwise wouldn't have existed if I wouldn't have taken a stand and really claimed partnership as one of my core values. So I don't know. That's just, to me, it's like the power in um, doing the work around core values for yourself. Yeah. And it's just what you need and it's how the world needs you to show up. Like you are the girl of partnership. (laughs) You know, there's people that need that. You know, I think of like, you know, and even fun. I'm glad that you're claiming that because that's like one thing for me too. I'm like, I'm a person of fun and I want to bring the fun. And if my light is dim when I show up in a room, I'm not doing the best that I can for the people around me and people around me expect me to be at my best to help inspire them be at their best. So that's just, uh, I love that. It's just how we show up. Yeah, and pressure-free. You know, it's like core values, I don't think, are, they're not, they're not to um, add pressure on us. Like, oh, this is, this is what I've got to show up as. It's actually what moves through us. You know, it's like some, it's like, I mean, there's some days, right, where you're just like, I'm just not up for fun right now. You know, there's things... And though, knowing that it's something that you stand for, you can be 
the space to let it move through you. It it will return is my point. You know, you just said it, you know, sometimes things will dim and it's, yeah, that's being in the human experience. But if you didn't have your core values, you might not even know what you want to return to. Mm, okay. I just feel, yeah, for me right now, a weight is lifted and it's just, yeah, I love you saying like, it's not something that needs to be pressured. And I think that's what we talked about earlier. Like I'm a recovering perfectionist and now <laughs> I, I strive to excellence. And yes. that's like, you know, I even like with core values, it's like, oh my gosh, I need to show up as these every single time. And it's like, a, you know, yeah, like exactly, not, exactly not, what you not said. Not pressure driven, just, um, it's a compass. You know, core values kind of provide us with a compass. And it, it's, uh, I think that, you know, COVID is such a great, it, I mean, if we, if we haven't woken up through this, you know, it's like, what, what is it going to take? It's been such a wake up call for me to really listen for what, what is it that I want to represent for myself? What what do I want to stand in when I wake up in the morning? Um, I want to stand in, you know, being a bright light for myself. And then if I am that for myself and that, yeah, and that takes something. It takes a commitment to wake up and pray and meditate and move and journal and read. You know, instead of just saying that I'm doing those things, it's actually like, you know, those are things that I've learned along the way that I really am able to stand in what I say matters most to me when I clean my house in the morning. You know, I got to clean my own house a little bit. But man, when I when I have those sort of rituals and um, that quiet time for myself in the morning, that is when I kind of report back to, gosh, Family is what matters. Let me go out there and really, without pressure is my point. You know, without pressure, I get to be the space in my home for family. I get to be the space in my in my home for fun. Um, partnership too, actually, has been something that I used to think about that in my life. Well, because the original when I claimed it as one of my core values. I went out to create partnerships and I recognized that it was like my love language. You know, mm. it was like, man, I love seeing, you know, somebody over there who has a superpower and it's a different superpower than me or what I have. And we can collaborate and become, you know, work together to create something that otherwise wouldn't have happened. But then what started happening, Luca, was I recognized that I was leaving partnership, this really important core value. I was leaving it out of my home. Mm. And um, this huge light bulb went off with partnership as a core value. When I started partnering with my son, like in the kitchen, you know, like seeing little places where our core values can come to life. Or partnering, you know, waking up in the morning and recognizing, you know, my daughter is like, she wants to go for a bike ride. Well, I want to go, I want to be in partnership with you to go for a bike ride. You know, it's, um, core values can create that sort of renewal, I think, too, 
in everyday relationships. Oh my gosh, renewal, renewal. Mm. And that's something that I know that I need right now in my relationship with the business that I'm creating and being an entrepreneur. You know, I need to really stare at my core values, say them every day for that renewal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, and just sort of evaluate, say, how can I bring more of my core value of vulnerability or of faith and personal development in what I do day to day? And I know there's totally a way to do it. I just need to create the space to create that. We'll be right back to the second part of this episode. Do you have a goal, vision, or passion project you want to bring to life? Do you need an accountability partner, a sounding board, a cheerleader, and marketer to help you easily plan and execute? If this is you, I can totally help you. One of my passion places is when I'm helping my clients as a marketing and possibility strategist. I combine my love for collaboration, storytelling, and creativity with my experience of marketing, public relations, self-leadership, and personal development to help entrepreneurs, brands, and soon-to-be business owners ignite clarity, possibility, fun, authenticity, and action in the marketing, promotion, and communication process. Here's how I've helped one of my current clients. I'm Suzanne Conrad, and I'm the founder of Light New Leadership. I have had wonderful experiences working with Luca, which I'd love to share with you. Luca is absolutely so much fun to work with. He brings a light and a joy to the heavy lifting of marketing so that it doesn't even feel like marketing. It feels more like a Broadway musical. In the past, when I've met people that are marketers, there's an agenda, there's an ego, there's an element of selling and there's maybe a separation from the actual operation of the business. And I feel that Luca and his background, and particularly his background at Lululemon and my background in Lululemon and his understanding of community, he's brought a sense of what the community needs, which I really value more than like selling or getting them to do something. It's like He's listening for what's the next step that the Light Your Community needs, and he helps me bring that to life for them in a time that makes sense for them. If you need marketing and communication support, I would love to chat. Email me at passionplacepodcast at gmail.com or schedule a complimentary discovery call at bit.ly forward slash market my passion project. That's B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash market my passion project. I'll make sure to include the link in this episode's show notes. Now, enjoy the rest of our conversation. I mean, this, this chat on just core values is powerful and you have me so excited. And, and I know listeners to read your book that just talks about the power of language. And I, I bet there's core value mentioned in there. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your passion places. And I want you to share just a couple like rapid fire 
of each of your passion places. I know that you shared a couple already, but share those. And I want to see like really how you stand in your core values in each. You just talked about in your family and a little in work, but yeah, share a couple of your passion places. I would say my first, and I love that. I love that you call them passion places. I would say my first passion place is home. It, and it hasn't always been. I've actually been, um, I've lived in Florida for 13 years. And I will say that probably for the first 10, I was, I was on a plane and I was doing whatever I could to kind of run from, from claiming this place as my home. And um, so it's been such an unfolding uh, gosh, just be- just that in and of itself is just a beautiful story, you know, to, to loosen my grip on making this place not the right place for me. This was not where I was supposed to end up. And, you know, and, and there again, like actually creating that because I would say it, I would say it and my words have power. And so, um, but I have really grown to claim home, my physical structural home and in Florida as um, a passion place. And um, another passion place is, uh, is the studio. Big Fish is a place that I created 10 years ago in, uh, in, our, in our little beach town. Um, and it really was very personal. I wanted to be in the experience of belonging. And this was the end result of that. It was actually, I didn't really quite belong here. What, uh, my husband and I and our son um, had moved from Seattle, Washington, where I grew up in the South. And though we had lived out there for almost a decade. And so it became home. And we had roots, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, and we loved the mountains and the water and, um, and the great food and the adventures and, and friends, you know, who had become like family out there and all the things. And so my husband actually grew up in this small beach town that we've now moved back to. And I was completely a yes for the move. Um, but isn't it interesting, you know, when, when you're in partnership with someone and the, the, the direction of what you thought you were in partnership about is, is going awry, it's really easy to point the finger at the other partner, you know? <laughs> so I was kind of in that experience for many years, actually, when we got to Florida, I was like, this is not, this is not where I was going to end up. And um, so I was really resistant. And trying hard, like that, that's when I think back to the first couple of years here, that was, it was just over efforted and I was putting pressure on myself to try to fit in this place. And by the way, it's a beautiful, wonderful place. Um, So the fortunate thing is Big Fish was the result of that. And that is one of my, it, it definitely is one of my passion places the studio because I wanted 
to belong. And I wanted to create a place full of belonging. The power, though, in sort of what has unfolded with Big Fish is that I know I belong here. Mary Lynn, oh my goodness. Okay, I just had this like realization, and you've probably had it before, but okay, so you were resistant in moving. Yeah. Your move, oh, I though, was a pain in the butt is what I was. <laughs> is being resistant like <laughs> the nice version? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to cuss, but that's what I was. I was a bow as a being. I was horrible. I was horrible. And I made it all his fault. You know, like, I didn't want to do this. And he's like, yeah, we, you did actually, you know. Um, but, yeah, it was all but, that. Okay. But see, so that was something you didn't want to do. And- one of your or two of your core values that you stand for are family and partnership. So that was leaning into them to make the move and you led into them and that created a passion place. I mean, this is like why I'm having this conversation. Mm. This season is like getting clear on your core values. Like if you know moves align with them, like, yeah, you were resistant and it aligned with your core values. Like, look at what you've created. And for Big Fish Yoga, how many years Mm. have you had it? And just talk a little more about you living in this passion place. What Uh else it just uncovered and ignited? Well, so Big Fish is 10 years old, which is so crazy. So it, it really marks my time here. And I I love like even thinking back right now, we have this um, amazing teacher who is supporting our social media and she's pulling up all these old photos from, you know, nine and 10 years ago. And so it's so wonderful thinking back to where we started. But when I think about my own transformation through Big Fish as a passion place of mine, I recognize completely how, yeah, this place is family. This place is partnership. This place is, this place is service. And I have learned how to, um, it's, it's so wild, Luca, really. Big Fish, interestingly enough, was like, it was created to give me a sense of belonging. Although I probably didn't say it quite like that in the beginning. Mm. Um, and though that is why I created it and now I realize like, oh my gosh, I love the beach. I love my home. I love saying I'm from here and it runs totally parallel because of big fish, you know, like the two are, it's, it's, um, big fish is my home and it has just, it's brought so much growth to my life I can't even imagine what and challenges and like are you kidding me studio ownership like shout out to every studio owner out there in the world because it is it is incredibly um it's incredibly challenging work to stay committed to service through yoga and people are not opening yoga studios to make a bunch of money. That is not why you open a yoga studio. And you actually, you're not opening a yoga studio to 
be popular. Because if you really stand for anything, that means that you're going to hit up against people who don't agree with you. And, um, and we can't, you can't satisfy everybody through what you're teaching or what you, what you stand in. And so it's, um, it's been, it's been a whole journey, you know, it within big fish as a passion place to get me really to claim, uh, this place as home and to love it so much. So home is a passion place. Uh, big fish is a passion, passion place. And I would say to, um, and, Hey, Mary Lynn, before you say your other passion place, I want you to really um, paint a picture of a challenge in mm. your passion place. You know, like, you know, passion place, it just sounds so like heaven, you know? Like, I know, oh. it does. Yeah. Like, you know, it's and so it's saintly around here. It's not. <laughs> you know, so, so, so what has been, I have two questions. Okay. What has been your biggest challenge in this passion place pre COVID? and challenge during COVID and or now? Right. So the biggest challenge in big fish in running. And I mean, it it, it could be in big fish or something like, you know, um, personal for you. Like, you know, just when, when you think of the biggest challenge over the last 10 years, what are some of the things that just are like, oh my goodness. Okay, perfect. I would say the biggest challenge in the last 10 years, gosh, has been letting go. And by the way, I'm still in, in the letting go, but I would say that the biggest challenge right alongside that has been closing the door um, in my need to be right. Um, and by the way, I still have to wake up every morning and do it. And and I would say, you know, it's not in one area. My teacher, Baron Baptiste, always says we are in one way, the way we are in every way. And he's so right. And I hate that, that he's actually right about it. Um, but gosh, you know, I want to be right in my marriage. I want to be right as a mom, I want to be, I want to be doing it right as a, as a studio owner, as a businesswoman. Um, I want to say the right thing. Like that word, right. I think is just, some of us are just hardwired for that. And I think the biggest challenge really is, uh, recognizing that if I really want to have deep relationships, if I, if I want to have fun in my family, if I want to have partnerships, it is not about being right. You know, it is not about being right. And um, so I, I honestly, you know, when I think about the biggest challenge of, you know, pre-COVID, it's just in my need to be right in what I'm doing and how I'm doing things. And that actually, it cuts me off from what matters most to me. Mm, Okay. So if you aren't right, then what are you committed to? If I'm not right, I'm committed to connection. 
or if I, yeah, if I can let go of being right and let go, you know, there's also Luca in there is just like a strong opinion. That's how we skirt around our righteousness is we, we tell ourselves, well, I just have a really strong opinion about things, you know? Um, so I think it's, you know, we have to also pull all those slippery slope things out of our blind spots because I can make myself sound really, you know, much, uh, much more polite because I can say, well, I've just, you know, I just trust my opinion. Well, that is just a really soft way of saying you're uh, right smack dab in the middle of your self-righteousness, you know? And so, yeah, if I can, if I can let go of that, I actually have access to my core values. Wow. So it's like, you know, you let go of choosing to be right and you let in your core values. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh, okay. So, so, so what's another, I mean, that's, that's a, that's an amazing challenge and yeah, it's sort of like slapping me in the face right now because that's something that I'm working through. Um, what's another passion place of yours? Another passion place. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. It's so I grew up on a farm in Alabama. That's where my accent came from. Okay, and um, I know, right? It's thick. And I love it. One of my passion places for sure is my where my mom and dad still live and where I grew up from the time I was eight years old, um, this beautiful farm, Selwood farm. And, um, you know, and equally, guess what? Guess what I'm confronted with as much as it's a passion place. And I love being there and I'm inspired when I go there and I love the outdoors and I love morning hikes. And there's so many places to meditate and be quiet and be still. I'm confronted with, uh, you know, things that I might not agree with, with my mom and my brother lives up there now. And, you know, there's, there's, um, yeah, in these passion places, the very places that probably I care most deeply about, and I'm most inspired when I am in those places, they also come with a lot of challenge that I'm confronted with where I, you know, I actually, I don't want to cut myself out from going there because I, you know, I love home. I love big fish. I love going back to, you know, my family farm. Um, and it doesn't mean that those places don't come without a lot of, a lot of looking at myself, you know, and what can I, what can I let go of in order to really be um, in partnership with people in those places? Uh, okay. You know, and, um, I really want to just be specific about this, especially to listeners. And I loved how you shared your three passion places are specific places. You know, I feel like for me, some of mine are specific places and some are just like the connection right here, wherever I'm able to connect vulnerably sure, right here. Yeah. And it's just great to paint this picture of an other versions of passion places of being specific places, whether it's, you know, one of mine is the cycle bar studio um, of a specific place. You know, another one is 
Fresno in Central California, that has grown into one of my passion places. And that's Mm. where I'm from, my home. So that is so cool how your emphasis has just been on a specific place and how each of these places ignite your core values of family, of service, of leadership, of partnership, of of fun. Like, you know, we don't have time in this conversation today, but if we broke down each of those three passion places, I bet you could eloquently and authentically say, when I'm home, I'm able to embody these five core values. When I'm at Mm. my studio, I'm able to embody these. When I'm at my home in Alabama, I'm able to, to embody these. So, uh, Mary Lynn, I, I want you to just share, like, what are you up to in your passion places now? What is something that is exciting you um, that, that's coming up in, in any of them? Mm. I, well, I will say this because something well, you just hear, hearing you say all that back to me. I think that the. If I had to boil away, like even the physical places, it's really my my deep in my heart, my passion places relationship. It's just being with people. And though I know I cut myself out of actually the, the great joy and the depth that I can get in being with people. If I am, you know, have my opinion or I have, you know, is it too strong of an opinion or um, I'm tied up with, you know, being right. So yeah, I think deep down the thing that I'm most passionate about is just deep relationship. I just love it. What a really awesome realization. Like, oh, that's why I just love this freaking conversation and just podcasting, you know, because you're able to like, you know, we've had some beautiful conversations like this that were offline. And it's just so awesome to to have these to be inspired by each other, you know, listeners right now, you know, maybe some of you are inspired too to to really think about those core values, those passion places and see like really what is the essence of it. So, you know, your passion place is relationships and if that's where you're most passionate, it's like, okay, every decision in my life needs to be with relationships and people, you know what I mean? Like that's huge for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, actually, that's it. You, that's it. If I'm not, if I'm not up to something with building relationship, it's really not, I don't, I don't like doing things by myself. And though I have thought that that's, you know, like, yeah, I can do it. You know, I'm, I know I'm strong and actually I don't want to do things on my own. I want to be in relationship with people. That is where it's at for me. And, um, it's, it's great to actually be able to point to that. Oh my, okay. You know what this, I love how like nothing is set in stone, whether it's, you know, your goal, your vision or your core values. I I need to update my core values after you saying that. And I need to add either relationship or partnership Mm. or collaboration or something, because this past week I was just not feeling it in all aspects of my work. When you said that, Mary Lynn, I thought back to those areas where I wasn't feeling it, and it was where I was doing things alone. It's huge. Isn't that huge? When you really get right down to it, 
We were created for relationship. It's what we were created for. Oh my, okay, wow. In the very first episode of this season, I say we're hardwired for connection. Like Mm -hmm. we are born to connect for relationship. We're born to love and to have that. Oh my goodness. Wow. Wow. You know what? What if this was the reason I'm doing season two of the podcast, Mary Lynn? Well, it must be. (laughs) I don't, you know, I don't know. I think that the whole reason for, um, the whole reason for just opening up into conversation about anything that matters is to to point people to the importance of relationship. And there, you know, it's like, gosh, it, doesn't it sort of? It gets me. Yeah, I'm really, I'm, um, I'm so sad, you know, thinking about people who just through COVID and even. Before COVID, but gosh, you know, people who are so challenged with thinking that they are alone. And then that, that begins to actually grow aloneness. You know, we think we're alone. So that perpetuates too, right? That just, that puts that individual into a cycle of being alone. So yeah, when you get the magnitude of, you know, really just getting together, even when you don't even know what the conversation is going to be, but it's like, let's get together and talk about core values or, you know, to recognize that really underneath that, it's just all about um, connection and relationship. That's really, that's the whole name of the game, isn't it? Yeah, it really is, you know, and this just brings back to something you said earlier of like your words have power, Mm. their reality. And if you say that word, I'm alone, alone, like it just starts to create that. And yeah, I'm like, if I did not have relationship in my life, yeah, that's. Mary Lynn, that's where it's at. Oh my goodness. Where it's at. Girl, we could freaking, we could have a conversation (laughs) for 24 hours and it would be amazing and that would be sort of cool to have like a conversation a thon um, mm, a conversation a thon <laughs> so so mary lynn um i know people really want to know and i want to know really too like what are the rad things that you're up to um in your passion place over the next few months i teach yoga um virtually so i you know anybody that wanted to take one of my classes i would love to see them uh, anywhere from around the world. And that's the joy of being able to teach virtually is, you know, I just taught a class at 515 and I had a couple of friends in New York and a girlfriend in Colorado. And I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, it's just like this. It's so powerful to connect and be able to teach and share and have them in the virtual classroom. So I'm teaching virtually and then I'm also teaching in the studio. So we're so fortunate, so blessed that our studio was able to reopen and that's at um, Big Fish Power Yoga in Jack's Beach. And then BigFishPowerYoga.com is the website. And then the one thing that I am very, very passionate about is um, the conversation around leadership. And so I teach a leadership course. It's a two and a half day, very digestible course. Um, and I, that's what we call it, the leadership course. It's a Friday night, a Saturday, and a Sunday. And it's virtual. And so the course is coming up um, the first weekend in October, and it is 
so much fun. Yeah, we do go into some really deep places and deep conversations. And though ultimately the conversation uh, points to a new understanding of the power of your word. And ultimately that's, that's leadership is really recognizing that the only thing we have is our spoken word. And it's through the spoken word that we create. It's through the spoken word that we declare. It's through the spoken word that we can start a war. It's through the spoken word that we can create deep relationship. Um, And so the leadership course is really about developing a new relationship to one's word. And um, I love teaching it. I love it. That's the thing that I have right on the ramp. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm just so excited for you, Mary Lynn, and the and the people that you've impacted and the people that you're going to impact. I just want to take a moment to say thank you for getting so clear with your core values, however many years ago, living into them and just embodying passion, authenticity, and just radness. You're so generous, Luca. You're very sweet. And well, you're not sweet. You're powerful is what you are. You're very powerful and amazing. Thank you so much. Oh, Mary Lynn. Yeah. No, thank you. And and, and to finish this off, we have some rapid fire questions. So just the first thing that comes to your head, boom. Let's do it. (laughs) Okay. So the first one, what's an everyday moment in your life that brings an ear-to-ear smile to your face? Seeing my son laugh. Oh, that's that's cool. Um, I, I love being able to connect online because I feel like I somewhat know your son just from our Light Your Leadership calls <laughs> right. and from Instagram. I'm like, oh, I can like picture him laughing because pro- you probably posted an Insta story when of him laughing. When he laughs, it is like... It lights me, you know, and I want it, I want him to, I want him to laugh. So it's like, I'm in the experience of I won, you know, I sort of won if I get him (laughs) to be that, that full of laughter. So yeah, it brings a big, big smile to my face. Okay. Mary Lynn, you're talking to yourself on the last day on earth. So your final day, what do you tell yourself? You know, I know we don't know when our final day is going to be, but if you did, and this was it, what would you say? I tell myself, I tell myself it's time to go home. Wow. (laughs) Dang. That's powerful. Um, Okay. What is your favorite jam right now? That favorite song? My favorite jam is... um, Oh gosh. Like Al Green, anything Al Green, sort of uh old I don't know. I like kind of like Marvin Gaye. Like I really am sort of into like old uh good sing along. Everybody in my house can, you know, find a rhythm to it. That's the kind of music that I'm that I'm listening to right now. Mm. I, and and it's also like this is not to get too weird, but I really am listening to uh, just what what has an impact on my spirit right now. 
and hard stuff like jammy hard rock or anything like that um it's just not it's not it's not keeping my spirit uplifted so I, I'm really, I, it's funny that that's like a rapid fire question. I'm, I've been very particular about the music that fills our house. I mean, it's, and it's not like easy listening or anything like that, but it's definitely like, um, you know, just fun, uplifting, generally kind of old stuff. And that's not what I, you know, it's not what I listen to all the time. I like a lot of um, contemporary stuff and um, I love, I used to love like bluegrass and things like that. So, um, yeah, but I love like Al Green and, um, Barry White and, you know, like things that, that just are like good in the background, you know? <laughs> okay. I'm going to have to listen to, I've never heard of Barry White. So I'll listen oh to him. Oh my right gosh, Luca. <laughs> are you kidding me? I'll text you the best song. You have okay. to listen to it as soon as we're off. Okay, please do. Uh, Mary Lynn, what's been a transformational either self-development book or podcast in your life? Transformational book, I would say, is Community uh, by Peter Block. It is, I probably have it in my bag right now. I really rarely go anywhere without it. Um, that book I would recommend to anyone who is up to anything big in their life and in their community. Um, it's a great book for, uh, developing powerful conversations, um, in small groups, in leadership development, in studios, in a workshop, anything like that. Mm. Um, mm. and a podcast, what, you know, Joe Rogan is just like transformational to me right now. <laughs> hey. I don't know. He's really not transformational, but I just love him so much. So, hey. um, yeah. Hey, Joe Rogan. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Our final two questions. What's one thing you want to accomplish in the duration of your life? One thing, one thing that I want to accomplish in the duration of my life is a coaching business that allows me the freedom to podcast from my mountain house in North Carolina and also have small group retreat gatherings um, at the beach. Sign me up, girl. That's where, that's where I'm going. That's what I want to do. Oh, my gosh. And to, to finish off this just freaking amazing conversation, oh, my gosh. What's a word to describe how it feels to live in your passion place as a whole? Complete. Complete. Oh, my gosh. What the perfect way to finish this conversation. It was a complete one, Mary Lynn so special thank you so much really from thank the bottom you. of my heart thank you for just who you are in the world and what you bring to conversations and what you bring to cultivate a depth and relationship there's just nothing uh 
there's nothing surface about you, Luca. It's just all joy. And um, you're just, you're right in the heart of where you need to be. It's right in the eye of it. So keep going there. Mary Lynn, I needed to hear that. And, and thank you. Thank you so much for listening through to the end of this episode and being a part of this conversation. I hope it has you talking about and connecting with your passion place a little more. If this chat positively impacted you, please share it with your friends in person or on your social media. And also hit the subscribe button and write us a review. Connect with us on Instagram at Passion Place Podcast and on Facebook at Living in Your Passion Place. Tune in every other Wednesday for a brand new episode.